Uh, all right. Uh, also, let's get let's get an update on what's going on in Ignite. Uh, Carrie is traveling. Uh, we have uh, the the better Austin in Indiana. Austin Smith is on the call. Austin, tell us what's going on in Ignite, buddy. Thank you, Austin. Always a pleasure to introduce myself with you. So thank you. Um, so today, Hour of Power is at um, two central, um, and if you haven't done that, it is going to be fantastic. Uh, we're asking for um, coach participation. We're asking for Ignite participation. We're asking for everyone to get on and to listen and learn as a group. We're only going to get through this as a group. We're going to be stronger and better together. It will be fun. It will be challenging. And you will get a chance to learn some really cool stuff that you didn't know that you didn't know. So it's like underwriting but different right now, right? Okay. So that being said, we also have Total Business Blueprint, okay? That starts September 8th. It is from 12 to 1 Central. There are five sessions with William Dawes and Ray Eikhoff, okay? There will be four weeks in a row. There will be a break and then there will be a follow-up week. It is $4.95, okay? Also, if you've taken Total Business Blueprint before, it's only $99 to redo that, okay? So couldn't get much better deal. Couldn't get more uh, better people with William and Ray leading that. It's going to be terrific group. I've signed up. I can't wait to learn from William Dawes. Um, I think he's he's going to be terrific. So if you have a chance and you have some time, check it out. Uh, if you don't currently get coached by Ignite, the corporate um, participation is still available. So uh, obviously some opportunity to underwrite that cost. So I think that's it. AP, how do people sign up, man? Where do they go? Uh, fairwayignite.com. Um, it's a really cool website. Traffic is up. Check it out. We just redid the whole thing. Um, there's pop-ups. There's um, links. There's all sorts of really cool stuff. You'll have to check it out. Uh, it's been a pretty cool website. Uh, it's mobile-friendly, too. If you're new to this game, you can do it on your BlackBerry. So uh, it's really upscale and fancy now. So fairwayignite.com has everything you need to know uh, about everything that we're doing. I missed my BlackBerry. I was, uh, I, I loved I my BlackBerry. Uh, DJ does. You want to say anything about total business blueprint, man? You're, you're like the most famous guy that does this and you, you always pack the house. So uh, <laughs> limited space, by the way, on this thing. You know, I just love talking about systems. I think systems changed my life and changed my perception of my own business. Uh, I think, you know, as we get into the industry, we start talking about goals and what are our goals for the year. And I, I, learned from James Clear in a book called Atomic Habits that goals are good for one-time wins. Systems are for those who want to win over and over and over again and not get tired. Um, and and it's, it, it's important also to know that a system is going to free you, not put you in a prison. Because when I heard the word system, when I first started down this journey, I was like, this sounds like a prison cell and I don't want it. Uh, so if you're if you're feeling that when we talk about systems, I got it. I understand. Uh, we'll, we'll talk through that in the class. Can't wait to see you there. And man, I can't wait to hear this. These two today. Thank you, Austin, for having them both and for letting me talk. Thanks, buddy. How's your how's your golf game? Doing all right. Uh, my six year old son is better than I am, but I'm doing I'm getting better. All right. Well, I'm loving all your Facebook posts. So that's great. Thanks, uh, before I get to the famous Diane Fry and the famous Tyler Osby, uh, Jake, do you want to you want to jump in? Not really, big boy. I want to just okay. listen to those two. So keep rolling. OK. All right. Uh, well, let's start with Diane. Ladies first here. Um, I've, I've had the pleasure of knowing Diane for, gosh, I don't even know, like since I've been here. You've been here. How long have you been here? We came in 2011. 2011. Okay. Yeah. I was 2010. So yeah, I, I, you know, we probably met at one of the very first events. So, uh, such a, such a kind lady, tell everybody where you're from, uh, and, uh, like where you're at in the country. Hey, and, uh, Lars, I am going to blurt on this one. Okay. This was, this was the cool part about that. Diane had been at a place I'm thinking 12 to 13 years before she went to MetLife for like two, three months. Uh, not even. And, and then this new place came in town. And, uh, of course, we had to sign an agreement with Frog that if he ever was asked to speak in front of a group, he was going to quit. So that was, you know, we had to jump over that hurdle. Um, right. But Diane, I mean, she was scared. Is that a fair assessment? Yeah, I mean, we had been at Countrywide, then Bank of America got us. And so we 
yeah, I mean, we were looking for a place and it's funny, Dan was calling us and calling us and finally one day he called and he's like, are you ready? And I'm like, let's have lunch. And then, you know, what was it, Dan? A week later, MetLife decided to exit the mortgage business after we got there. So I remember uh, we had Diane and, and her team and a couple others um, in Topeka as well that we got took a long time recruiting them and we landed them and we were so happy and it was just a, a huge win for us at MetLife. And then I think it was probably two and a half, three weeks later, they announced they were exiting the mortgage space. And I remember driving around, getting ready to call Diane and I dialed the phone number and then I hung it up. Then I dialed the phone number again, <laughs> then I hung it up. And then I finally got the courage to call her and tell her, hey, thanks for coming with us, but we're, we're going to be making a change. So it was brutal. <laughs> Yeah, but you know, we hung in there and it was the smartest thing we ever did. You know, it's fun, so funny when Jake, when you guys and the whole team came to Kansas City and introduced yourselves to us, we were like, you know, like we hear all the time, the grass is always greener on the other side. These guys can't be for real. And I can tell you, I've never once been disappointed. Uh, shout out to Dan. That's like the longest he's talked on a Zoom call for a while. <laughs> now I got to go take my Benadryl. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh Diane, uh, tell everybody too, because your numbers are so, so impressive. Will you, will you tell everybody uh, what did you do last year and, uh, and where you're at year to date this year? Well, we did 262 last year and we're at 116 this year, which is not that impressive, actually. Yeah. Um, and, and I think we're kind of in similar areas too. What's, um, well, it is impressive in this market. Don't, don't, do not undershoot yourself. Uh, what's, uh, what's your average loan amount? Oh, yikes. Uh, I knew you were going to ask me that. Probably 280, maybe. Okay. Probably a little higher than it used to be. Maybe 300, yep. but I don't think it's that high. Yeah, we're we're in the we're in similar areas for sure. Uh, good old good old middle of the country. Um, you know, uh, we were talking about things that make you super successful. Things that make you that you've had you know over 100 units already year to date, which is very impressive. Um, and one thing that you told that you told me, you said that you know you want to be present. You want to answer your phone when it rings. That's it's like my favorite thing. You know, answer your phone. You know, if your phone's ringing, pick it up. If your phone's not ringing, pick it up. Why is that so important? Why do we see that with all top producers that being present is a big piece of your business? You know, I think it's not only answering your phone, but it's, I mean, because it, as we all know, if you don't answer your phone, they're going to pick up the phone and call someone else. I mean, it's an interesting time. I've been doing this for a long, long time, and I don't think I've ever been in a market where, and I've always felt like relationships matter the most. I mean, that is the most important thing, and that is what I've built my business on, is relationships with my clients, relationships with agents, because they're not only business partners, but they're some of my best friends. And right now I feel like we're working a little bit harder to make that relation, even though the relationship is still there, the clients, um, it's just wonky. And so what I'm trying to do is get people to come into the office more. And once you meet someone, they're not going somewhere else. You know, they're not shopping you. They're not going to another lender, but getting them in the office is a little harder than it used to be. But I am pushing every single client to come into the office if I can. Let me ask you a question because I've had this conversation with my team so much so recently. I keep seeing them say, like, I'm like, hey, a new lead is here, a new lead's here. And they go and they just respond with their, their application link. And I'm like, stop doing that. Stop doing that. Are you, do you just reply with your application link? You know what? I don't, I try not to push people to the app actually. And I know that goes against everything everyone says that people want to go on your website. They want to do this, but I try really hard to either at least make them take a nap over the phone. But if I can get them into the office, some of this nonsense that's happening and all the noise, because we're having a conversation and we're together for 40 minutes and it's just, Right now, I feel like it's more important than ever to get people to try to come. And I know nobody wants to meet in person and everybody likes remote, whatever. But it's it's important right now to get that relationship with the client. You know, it's okay. Great. We have the technology. And if you have that client that wants to do it online, that's great. We have it. We have the apps. We have the websites. We have all of that. Um, but give them options. It, yeah. Another thing that uh, someone told me a long time ago, they're like, you know, a past client comes back, right? And uh, 
And they're like, here's my application. Like, why are you doing that? Go, go find the old file, right? Duplicate it in Encompass and go take and say, and then, you know, lead, use that as your lead in. Are you still working at X? Oh, you are great. You've been there for a long time, whatever it is. Right. Uh, so yeah, it's driving me, driving me nuts in this market. That when there's not a hundred loans coming in a day that people aren't taking at least phone apps. Right. Um, yeah, it's, which, it's really, really important. I mean, I just feel like we're, what happens is, is you they feel they feel tied to you so there's not this reason to go shop a hundred different places yep yep so and then you know you you touched on this again but uh what's what's you know separating you from other los is relationships you know give us your strategy around that right i know that you you know you have events and you do all kinds of different stuff and you and you like you said you've made these these uh agents your friends how do you do that you know, it's interesting. I mean, part of it is, I think when you're older, it's easier maybe to do that. I don't know. We had an event a lot, a, two weeks ago where we had 74 agents and usually I have it at my house and I give this speech and this time it's just like, let's just get together. So we had it at a rest or at a kind of a cool bar downtown. Kent made a, did a huge shrimp boil and we just had fun for like three and a half hours. And I didn't get up and speak. I didn't do anything. I just worked the room. I had fun with my friends and I bet I had 50 people afterwards call me and say, God, thank you so much for doing that. It was not only great to see you, but it was really great to see agents in other offices. It was so much fun. And it was, you know, it was just not, a big, I mean, it wasn't a big deal for me because I got to play, you know, Kent worked his butt off for the thing. Right. How many events do you guys do? Uh, and where, where do you come up with the ideas to do events? Can, give us your kind of strategy around that. Yeah, we really just try to do one big event a year. I mean, usually I have it at my house. I have a caterer come and she cooks a fabulous meal for everyone. So we, tr I mean, we, I am in the offices all the time. I mean, I am popping in real estate offices. I'm trying to get there every day, even if it's just to the front desk to say, hey, but we really only do one huge event a year. I mean, we attend other events. We go to golf tournaments. We do that kind of stuff, but one big event a year to say thank you for your business. Well, let's go, let's, let's touch on that then. So you're out getting in front of, of realtors when they're in their office. Are they, are they still going into offices or what are you doing when you get into an office and how many offices are you, are you visiting? Well, there's two that are major that I'm in. Well, actually three that I pop in a lot, but one of them I go to almost every day if I can, but I'm just walking around and one of them is a closed office. There's not because they have a real estate or another lender in their office. It's just, they don't let people walk around, but I'm at the front talking to the girl who I, you know, I always feel like be best friends with the person who manages the office at the real estate office because that's your key to the front door. Yep. And so I just pop in and, you know, there are people in the offices now. I mean, I think Lawrence is a smaller town. People are back at work. People are, I mean, like our whole staff is back in the office now. We're not working remotely anymore. And first of all, I find that we're kinder to each other when we're all together rather than sending each other emails or sending each other texts. We are, we're just kinder. And I feel like we're kinder to the clients too when they're coming in the office and we're not so much email and texting back and forth. Find out what the gatekeeper likes. Find out what the wine, what wine they like. Like them on social media, right? The yeah. the gatekeepers are the key for sure, for sure. Yeah. Uh, they make all, a good gatekeeper makes some decisions that you don't even know about too. So, right. uh, so it sounds like you're staying in front of your realtors. What about your clients? How you stay in front of them? Well, you know, total expert. I feel like does an awesome job of that. Um, and, you know, I try to, like, if someone's pre-approved and they haven't bought a contract on Fridays, I try to send them a text and say, hey, I'm around this weekend. If you need anything, let us know. Uh, we're still sending out Starbucks cards when we do a pre-approval. Another thing we're starting to do is the week after a closing happens or even a few days, we send a card with a Starbucks card to the listing agent and the selling agent and said, hey, it was awesome working with you. Let us know if we can do anything. I mean, that's one of the things I feel like we failed is not done a great job with the listing agent. So we're trying to up our game on that a little bit. That's great. Yeah. Uh, are, you, are you doing any client events or anything? I know that's become super popular lately too. You know, we haven't done any, but it's probably something we should think about. Yeah. 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 Uh, our team's been throwing that around too, is uh, we have a minor league baseball team here in town, the Indians. 
and uh, and we'll rent out the outfield and and bring and invite all the clients and they can bring their kids and uh, man that is such a hit and it is very very inexpensive yeah. uh, to do that you give out you know some food tickets maybe one beer ticket or whatever and uh, that that has been a huge huge hit for us so yeah. uh, we got gosh I don't even know how many referrals we got off of that and also suggestion too and I I you know, I love my technology. If you're not using HomeBot, please do put all of your past clients into HomeBot. It is by far the most looked at type like technology. The ROI there is crazy high. You get so many referrals from past clients, their moms, their dads, their cousins, or whoever, because they're seeing you every single month. And it's an email that they care about, right? They care about the value of their house. They care about what's happening in their neighborhood, right? Um, so if you're not on HomeBot, I highly, highly suggest you do that. Uh, which by the way, um, and I'll have to get the exact numbers, but there's a discount for being part of Fairway and there's an additional discount for being part of Ignite on, on HomeBot. So yeah, um, HomeBot is great. We, we heard about that for the first time or not. We had heard about it, but we really dug into it at the annual meeting and signed up the second we got back. There is not a day that goes by that I don't get two or three emails from clients. You know, to this, the timing wise, you know, here's what I would suggest, you know, if, when you go get HomeBot, maybe you see a surge the first couple, like 30 to 45 days, uh, you're not going to see anything for a while. But when rates go back down, my gosh, HomeBot, I had to put one of my loan officers on my team just on HomeBot leads to keep up with all the leads that were coming in during the refi boom. So timing wise, this probably makes a lot of sense uh, to go get on HomeBot right now if you're not it's already awesome. on it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, Diane, one of the things that you and I were talking about too, uh, that, that makes you different than, than other LOs is you're positive. And I love that. I I'm a very positive person. Why is that important? Right. You're, you're celebrating, you know, uh, you're lucky. What, why is that so important? And especially in this market? Well, we are lucky first of all, cause we're here. I mean, I, you know, we are a huge bank town in Lawrence. And so we have a lot of bank, you know, entities, but I feel like we're super lucky because we're here. And it's also, you know, it's hard to be positive right now because this is the wonkiest market I've ever worked in. And I've been in all of them, but um, I do think, you know, we know this is going to pass. And so I think it's really important that when we're in the real estate offices, that we're telling people this too shall pass guys. I mean, we talk about where interest rates have been. I mean, everyone's freaking about interest rates and yes, they're higher, but they're not as high. They're not all-time high and I'm trying really hard to not push this rates are going to go down next year I mean yes we think they are and we talk about it but what if they don't and so we've we've just been saying hey you know what guys the market's going to get better and it's just easy to be positive when you're in an office and everyone's happier there I don't know it's just it's it's easy it, you know you said something there that's pretty important, right? Uh, is behind the scenes is ugly right now. And you talked about not letting that show. You know, tell us why. Tell us why. Well, I mean, oh my God, if everybody saw what happens on the back ends of mortgages right now, they'd freak out. I mean, we just, I mean, we never, ever, unless there is a problem that someone needs to get involved with, they don't know what happens behind the scenes. I mean, we're just saying, hey, you're doing great, you know. Someone's asking you for something. It's just part of the process. And so we don't ever bring the client or the realtor into the ugliness of what's happening on the back end right now, because it's crazy. Yeah. I, I talk about, I don't know if anyone else pays attention to this, but we were going through a drive-thru uh, at McDonald's or Starbucks or wherever you're going through. And, and that person is so nice to you on the, on, you know, when, when they, when you get up there and you're like, you can tell that there's craziness going on behind them, but they are so nice. You would have no idea, right? It, or that person right before them was mean to them or whatever it was. And they're still so nice to you. I think that's such a great, you know, quality to have. And we, and we can learn a lot from that, that side of customer service on our side too. So, yeah. um, Diane, thanks so much. Uh, you know, you were, you were great. I appreciate you keep, keep killing it out there. Uh, you know, maybe watch the chat for any, uh, any questions that people have for you. So, uh, thanks so much for being on. Have a great day guys. All right. Hey, Tyler, how are you, buddy? What's happening? First off, right, man? it's, it's amazing to be on a call with Diane. Like, Isn't it? Talk about a stud. Yeah. It's, yeah. And like the most humble person. I don't think she'll tell people on this call how good she is. She's yeah, she's outrageously good in her market. Dude, how long have you been here? You've been here for, for quite some time. 14 years coming on 15. So, That's awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. Tell everybody where you're at uh, in the country and uh, and give us some of those numbers you got going. Yeah. So I'm in Des Moines, Iowa. Um, we do business all over the state, but I'd say the majority of our business is in central Iowa. Um, so yeah, that's where we're at. 
Um, units wise, I've sent the numbers because I never keep track. It's I think 160 for the year. Is that right? And we closed out at 260. So um, and I have no idea on volume because I it, in in states like Iowa, you know, we don't care about volume because I'm never going to win that contest anyway. Right. My, right. Uh, no, you and me both, dude. What's your yeah. average? What's your average loan amount? Like 220. So I'm below you and Diane. Uh, I'm, so, I'm probably somewhere close. I'm like 235-ish, somewhere in that neighborhood. So I, no, I, I, I do loans small enough that I know that the QM limits change. <laughs> <laughs> right. People you know, don't know that. But you know what kind of market we're in is when the realtor calls you and they're like, uh, what's the conforming limit again? You're like, ah, let me go Google that. I can't remember. Yeah, I, right? it's higher than it used to be. Right. Still 417 exactly. in my mind. That's That's yeah. how long I've been thinking about it. Uh, well, I'm excited to dig in with you, man. Uh, you always have so much to give uh, on these calls. Uh, so I appreciate you jumping on. But uh, one thing that I love about you, Tyler, is, you know, and, and every loan officer should be doing this. I, it does not matter if you're a single loan officer, a team loan officer, it does not matter. You yeah. are treating this like a business. What did you mean by that? Well, so, I mean, I think when I got started, I thought I was signing up for a job where all I had to do was sell some loans. You know, and and candidly, it was at a time when it was really easy, you know, like loans were coming in like crazy, kind of like they were the last couple of years. And then I realized like, oh, shoot, like I have to go out and find the business, you know, and there was a lot of, uh, I don't know, it, there was some accountability there that I hadn't had in previous sales jobs on having to go out and hunt and find the deals. So um, it, when I started really treating it like a business, I kind of owned that, okay, I'm responsible for making the phone ring and converting that phone call into a loan app and taking care of fulfillment and getting it across the finish line and creating a raving fan that continues to recommend us to their friends and family. Um, and, it, and, you know, really impressing all the people involved in the transaction. So we're more referable by local agents, you know, I mean, there's just, there's so many pieces to it, but really my results are a result of my activities. And if I'm not doing the work, the, you know, the, the results are reflective of that. So it, the, um, it, the business ownership this year, especially, I mean, I'm, I'm a, I'm a branch manager. So I went the first several months, not getting paid, um, for example, <laughs> as a, as an, you know, it, from a acting like a business owner perspective. And that's, it's not easy, but it's worth it because when things are good and I actually figure it out, it's, it's going to be really profitable, you know? And I think that's true for anybody that chooses this as a career. So, um, I don't know if that answers your question, but no, I mean, no, it, that does. We're, and I would, we're having to get competitive, you know, like a good example is we're not making the same money on each loan we do today that we were two years ago. And I'm okay with that because I know that this is just a season. And somebody's going to do those loans. It might as well be me. And I know that someone's going to redo those loans probably in a couple of years. And also might as well be me. Yeah. Um, so it's it's a good opportunity to go out and grab market share, in my opinion. For sure. For sure. It's such a great opportunity. Any uh, Anyone on this call that's out there hiring, make sure that is top of your list that, that you are hiring people that want to run their own business, right? Not just yeah. somebody that wants a job because this is not, this is not a job. This is a, yeah. this is a business, right? Um, yeah. You know, Tyler, to uh, one of your keys to success uh, is you said you always stay curious. You're always mm -hmm. wanting to see what's happening, what's new, um, could be guidelines, could be technology. I feel that same way, right? Um, and I, I've always told myself when I lose that, like I'm going to be in serious trouble because that is something that, you know, is one of my secret sauces. Why is that important to you? Well, so first off, it's easy to get scared, right? Like this market's weird. Like Diane said, like it's wonky and we're all just trying to figure it out together. And some people are, coming from a place of they're terrified and they're really not sure where their next loan's coming from. And it shows, right? I mean, to be clear, I think we all feel that way. <laughs> like, I don't think you ever shake that as an LO. Um, but it, your tone outwardly of how you talk in the market, I think matters a lot. And if you're like Diane had mentioned, positive, I kind of call it being the, being the light in the market, right? Being the person that's really, listen, this is an opportunity for us all to win because there's a lot of people that are afraid and are going to get out. So, you know, if you want to win, let's go get this. You know, there's plenty of transactions closing. Just look at the local MLS. We might as well be working with these people, you know. Um, and that curiosity to just know that I don't have it all figured out, but knowing that, like, 
I'm making mistakes as I try to figure it out, I think is really helpful. Because if if I let that pressure and some of those really short-term failures when we screw it up, because it certainly happens still, remaining curious keeps me in this like really positive headspace. It was something that a buddy of mine, a coach, Tim Brahim, had mentioned to me, I don't know, a couple of years ago. And it really stuck with me. Like, I, I really think that the idea of remaining curious is really an impactful thing because you're just coming from like a creative place, you know? Yeah. So do you try a lot of new technologies? And, and if you do, what are those? Like, what, what's worked? What hasn't worked for you? Oh, man. I'm a nerd when it comes to technology, Lars. Um, I, I, I'll tell you, you know, the number one thing that any originator should have in their, in their tech stack, if you will, is something that is a system um, that you can run your business on. And it, this community is so lucky to have Dawes in it because he has packaged up his entire system for it. Did I hear it right? Is it $500? Is that what you're charging for that class, Dawes? Yep. For, for a mortgage business in a box, $500? Are you kidding me? That's ridiculous. So like, it, I think you're nuts if you haven't done that. Um, because you could take the same systems and checklists that Dawes teaches in that class to put into whatever you want, whether it be total expert or something else. But if, if you really want to scale this business, which I really hope everybody on this call wants to do, you have to stop thinking of this as a, you know, each loan is a one-off experience. And, you know, you're kind of like just grinding out every single deal um, because like closing in my experience, at least closing a few loans a month was really hard. Like it was actually like the hardest thing I think I've ever done. Closing 20, 30, 40 units in a month. It's actually kind of easy because <laughs> it, because to get to that, you've got to have so many goods, you know, processes in place to be able to accomplish that. Um, and the fact that we have like a turnkey way to do that here with Dawes class is crazy. So I, I think that everybody should sign up for that. Um, and for me, that would be the first thing from a tech stack perspective that I would do, because if you have a really great process in place, you'll have a really great reputation in your marketplace, which Diane didn't brag on herself, but like everybody knows who Diane Fry is in her town, everybody. And, uh, and, and that's what makes you referable is that reputation. You know, and for us, it shows up in places like, you know, reviews and stuff like that. Uh, Tyler, uh, thank you for bragging on DJ Dawes. Uh, but you as well are very, very good at your systems, right? Yeah, so so yeah. good at your systems. Let's talk about that because you talk about delivering an amazing experience over and over and over and over again. Yeah. Uh, how can you do that when you're doing 25 units or whatever a month or 20 or however many it is, right? In those big months, uh, what what is that system for you? Well, I mean, the key is first thinking about what do you really want to accomplish on the front stage, like from a client's perspective, from a realtor's perspective, because like if, for example, you want them to receive ongoing updates on a transaction of what's going on, there's a front stage like email that you have to put in place. But then, and this is the thing people forget, there has to be like things behind the scenes, I call it backstage, that you're doing to make sure that front stage stuff happens. Um, and for us, like I'll give you an example. We we uh, we love to like show up in a way that everybody knows we're involved in a transaction. So we've got a guy that does cookies locally, and he he bakes them, he delivers them to the agent's offices, and he puts our stickers on them. And every time we have a transaction go under contract, we send cookies to all the realtors' offices, and you know it shows up to celebrate the agent. It's about the agent congratulating them for having a deal go under contract, right? And everybody in the office sees the cookies. They share the cookies because the agent can't eat all 12 of them. Um, and then they're talking about us in the conversation because we sent the cookies. Um, and it creates awareness in the marketplace that we're going above and beyond, right? And also that we're doing deals, which I know seems like extremely selfish because it is, but it shows social proof out there that like, okay, you know, I may not know Tyler Osby, but I know when I got to deal with them, at least I know I'm getting cookies, you know, and, and they know that as they hear from the agent that the, the loan isn't a complete disaster and it's been a smooth experience. It's just reinforcing that reputation locally for us. So um, that's just an example of like a, 
systems thing that we've got. And there's so many things like that that we've yeah. implemented I, over the I years. would encourage everybody to, if you haven't heard the interview that we did with Tyler, actually him and I did one, uh, top producer. Um, uh, so if you're part of Ignite, you get lighted up top producers. He goes pretty deep into his systems. He also goes pretty deep into his reviews that he gets. Um, I don't, we've touched on it so many times on this call. So I just kind of want to drip that out there, but go listen to that. Get on the website, fairwayignite.com. It's under podcast. If you're part of Ignite, you got that one. So um, he goes into his reviews that are huge, huge, huge. Um, he also loves hip hop barbecue. We, we talk about that uh, in, in that uh, in that interview as well. Um, another thing I did want to touch base on you is, and you and I have talked about this, you and I both believe strongly in this, is you work with the people you want to work with, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think it's so easy for us to go out and grab 20 realtors and, and the one that calls you at 1030 every single night when you're with your kids or whatever you're doing. Right. Uh, and I found early on in my career that I love this job so much more if I'm working with the people that I wanted to work with. Why is that important for you? Well, it, I had somebody who's a coach once tell me, you know, there's only one of you and there's like a thousand of them. Right. And, and that stuck with me because I always had this fear that if I lose this relationship, like somehow my career is going to go down the toilet or something. Um, which couldn't be further from the truth. And as I've started to say no to it, whether it's an agent or a client that's just going to shop me to death, um, it, any of those situations, it seems to have really helped protect my confidence as a business owner um, and knowing I'm working with people who really see the value that I bring to the table. Um, but I'm also like just not hesitating, picking up the phone to talk to those people like when Diane's having these events and inviting people to them, like you're you're hanging out with people you want to hang out with. It's not someone who you feel like, uh, I remember you gave this person's name to five lenders and I was on the list. Like that's not a not a great fit agent, right? So um we were very particular that way. Now it, I'll be honest, I've I've gone about it a, a series of different ways. When I first started doing it, my 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 tone came from ego, where like I'd have someone shopping me and I'd be like, do you want the cheapest person? Like you charge 7% on a listing and there's flat age flat, flat rate listings out there. Like, why, why are you asking me what my rate is? You're obviously not the cheapest, which was true. And like, it was probably a little bit better said than that, but it was totally coming from ego. Um, I never won one of those situations that <laughs> there wasn't a version of that script that worked. Um, so instead now I've kind of moved to a, Hey, just, Sounds like you've got some different, you know, things in your business that are more important to you. I wish you the best of luck. I just, I don't know how this is going to work, but I keep hearing great things about you. So keep up the great work. And, you know, if your lender starts, you know, stopping returning phone calls or whatever, like I'm, I'm here to help, you know, Um, because you know that if you're up against someone, I'm in, I'm in a credit union market. So Diane is surrounded by banks. I'm surrounded by nonprofit credit unions and they have ridiculously good interest rates. Like I can't, even using edge and all this, I, I can't even touch it. It's just stupid. Um, but I also know how they get paid and I, I don't want to work there. So I'm, I've made a decision and the place that I'm at, I can deliver a way better experience. So when I'm talking to agents or clients, I'm just trying to figure out what's important to them. And if they'll leave me over a quarter and that's the, the for anyone that's interested, that's that's what I use as the benchmark. If I'm within a quarter percent, which might be a $40 difference in your payment, like, am I your guy knowing that I'm going to answer your questions on the nights and weekends and help you get your offer accepted in this market and all these things? Um, if I am, like, you got me. Like, I, you got the full full power and services of our team. Um, but if you don't, like, that's fine. Let's do this. I, I use this in that that podcast that I did before so you can get the whole script. But I'd say... Just, just call me when you get a deal under contract and let me quote it. Like, make me your last call, and I'll tell you if I can if I can put together a better offer. But that way, I'm not the jerk, it, being a jerk on myself to do all the work and then get shopped at the end and then be angry that like I lost a deal that I really never had anyway. You know, so it, that's another good example of just trying to work with people that I want to work with. It's yeah. just it's way more enjoyable. As we start to wrap up with Tyler here too, I, I wanted to ask you because I know it's super important to you. Um, you know, when we were when we were talking about this call, things that separate you from other LOs, you talked about falling in love with marketing. 
you know, mm-hmm. I, I feel the same way. I, I coming into this job, I didn't know anything about marketing, honestly, uh, but I did fall in love with it. What do you mean by that? Well, I mean, it, ultimately, if you can make the phone ring, um, you can have the confidence that if you lose a deal, there's going to be another deal that comes behind it. And there was a long time where I didn't feel like I had that confidence. Um, and now that I've really figured out the marketing piece, I don't worry about it. You know, so I always know there's going to be a steady flow of opportunities. It's just a matter of having the right product and, you know, making the deal work. Um, But there's so many resources on marketing and a lot of people that you can swipe and adapt what they're doing here, even in Ignite and just use and do what they're doing. You know, you don't have to recreate the wheel. Um, And I think that's the best way to get started is to take proven concepts that are working for other people, put them into play see what works. Sometimes stuff won't work for me that works for someone else. And that's totally cool. You know, just move on. But I think getting used to a really good marketer, in my opinion, thinks like a scientist to some extent, like you're just testing stuff, you know, and sometimes stuff works. Sometimes stuff doesn't work well at all. Um, and, And you just have to be okay with some things not working and then dismissing what didn't work and move on, you know, and that's part of that being curious, right? Yeah, you know, um, just there's so many, so, so many things that we have here. But I do, you know, Total Expert really works well. Also, don't forget the people that are in Ignite. Uh, we have all, anything that's ever been shared through that email chain. We also uh, have access, you have access to that stuff as well. There's so much there. Uh, I tell everybody, I don't have a creative bone in my body. I am, you know, I swipe and adapt all the time of all that stuff that I see. Uh, and it works, right? You mm-hmm. just scroll through social media, you'll see a bunch of it, right? So uh, really, really good stuff there. Uh, Tyler, Diane, you guys are great. Uh, thank you for being part of Ignite. Um, always appreciate your support there. Um, you guys are amazing. I'm sure people can reach out to you guys uh, after this. If they want, you can find them in global addresses. Don't forget, uh, go look up the podcast, uh, Light It Up podcast on fairwayignite.com. Uh, you'll see, you kind of really dive deep into that. And Diane, I can't remember. I think we were supposed to connect on that. I'm having you. I'm having you on that call. I'm going to have a podcast yeah. with you. We'll talk about that. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm making you do that. So, uh, you know what? We're going to, tra- and we're also going to adjust this call just a little bit. Um, so we've heard from really two major top producers. Um, we want to bring on someone that's kind of coming coming up, right? So uh, been in the industry just a little bit shorter than these guys. Uh, Matt Lazowski, you on this call? Hey, Lawson. Yeah, I'm right How here. Are you, buddy? What's going on? This is two weeks in a row. We got you on here. Uh, I love it. Really? Two weeks in a row? Nice. You, you spoke a little bit last week, uh, just just a tiny, tiny bit. So uh, Matt, tell everybody uh, how long you've been in the business uh, and uh, and where you at in the country. Sure. Um, I came on as an employee in November of 2020, first time originating. Uh, I think my close, my first loan was February 1st, 2021. And I am outside of Boston. Yeah. And so uh, Matt being in the industry and, and and not nearly, you know, as long as a lot of other people wanted to bring him on. Uh, Matt, I heard a rumor that you closed 10 units in June. Is that correct? That is correct. All right. Let's talk through this. You know, you've been doing this for, you know, under three years or around three years. How'd you do it? What'd you do? And I mean, there's so many new LOs on this call. How, how did you close 10 units in June? Uh, so a few reasons. One is I am very, very fortunate to have an amazing realtor partner group, which I've uh, fostered for about two and a half years. Uh, and the truth is uh, a good, probably 50% of that came from them. And then the rest just came from, uh, my own network, referral, other referral partners, other loan officers, because I don't say no to any type of loan. I think I've done every single type of loan that exists in less than three years. Yeah. I I mean, that is so important, right? Especially when you're starting out, you're not getting the cream of the crop. You're not getting the 80% conventional loans, right? You're getting the bank statement loans or the triple parcels or the whatever, right? So are you going out at least... In my strategy, when I first started, I went out and I was just selling down payment assistance loans because I knew nobody else was willing to go through all the headaches. And hey, realtor, I know you've got uh, you know X Y Z loan officer, but they don't do down payment assistance. Let me do those. Is is that something similar to what you've been doing? Is that is that how you're getting some of these harder ones? 
Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I make it clear to anybody I talk to that I have the ability to help them get a loan, whether I'm the one who can deliver it or I can deliver them to somebody who can deliver it to them. I want to be a resource when they're thinking home financing, even commercial financing, which we don't do. I have, I have referral partners in that world. I want to be the resource to provide financing. And so the more people call me, the more I expand my network and the more opportunities that I'll be able to deliver loans that Fairway does and does well. Uh, hey, Jake, sorry. I see you have a, your hand raised. I didn't, I didn't mean to, to pass you up there. You're on, you're on mute. Tyler did that to me and so did Diane. That was very wise of both of them. Uh, but no, Tyler's answering the question because we, we had this before with Tyler back when he was doing 500 plus units a year in a different market. We'd say, dude, how many loans do you get a week from your reviews? And back then, and he, I know he remembers this, he remembers everything. It was three to five. And so the question is, in today's world, how many loans are you getting a week from your reviews? And he mentioned, and we're going back and forth, three calls. How many of those turn into deals, Tyler? You're on mute now too. Diane did yep. it you yep. too. A, a lot of them. I mean, okay. th th those those calls are basically as good as a warm referral from a past client because they're already pre-sold and predisposed to doing business with us by reading the reviews. So those are those are always really solid deals. A lot of reloads, actually. Well, I apologize. That was that was a question, Lars. That was it. Oh no, you're good. Thank you, sir. Uh, Matt, last question for you uh, as we uh, as we start to uh, wrap up the call a little bit, but. Um, if you're starting all over again, right? So it's only two and a half, three years ago. If you're starting all over again, what are you keeping? What are you quitting? What'd you do that didn't work? What do you wish maybe you did more of? Yeah, that's that's a good question. Um, you know, I don't know. I think maybe have better systems in place early on. Um, I, I was a business owner for many years and systems are where it's at. You can only scale Right. So maybe go a little harder on that. But I think um, I had I, I've done startups. I've started my own company. I've worked for, you know, other other organizations and helped them grow. So um, this is a business. Right. We just talked about a second ago. This is a business. And that's how I walked into it. I came into it day one. I've had people that do hundred million dollars plus. Those are my mentors. Those are people I look up to. And that's what I want to do. So the only way to do that is to start from the foundation that that's what you're doing today. Even though you're not, you build a system to grow into that. Because if you don't, as William has said many times in his class, you'll, you'll drown. You'll never be able to handle it. So I would do that from day one is start systems early on. I love it. Thank you, Matt. That is that is such a common theme that we see all the time, right? If you don't have a system, get a system. Uh, I stole my system from a whole bunch of other people. I figured out what works for me, what doesn't work for me, right? And then just kept tweaking, adding, subtracting uh, until you really have it dialed in. And then still, even when you think you have it dialed in, don't don't quit. And this is the market to have a system in place. You might think, well, why I'm getting one or two loans? Well, guess what? It won't be one or two loans when you have a perfect system in place. And then all of a sudden, we have 15 coming in. You got to have a system in place, right? So uh, thank you, Matt. Uh, thank you, Diane. Tyler, I think we might sidebar, man. Uh, I think I think we're going to do some, we're going to do a review class with you. That, that would be fun. Uh, maybe we'll, we'll figure that out too. So uh, watch for that coming soon. He said, yes. He said, yes. yes, Austin. All right, let's do that. Thank you, Carrie. Carrie, you're, you're on. Do you want to, uh, Austin Smith jumped off. Uh, do you oh. want to, uh, anyone that uh, didn't, that missed the beginning of the call, what's, what's happening at Ignite? Uh, you bet. Well, of course, Tyler Osby's uh, current client, referral system and and review class is going to be coming. We're going to put that together. But what we have right now, Tyler already spoke all about. It's DJ Cashman, William Dawes, Total Business Blueprint that is kicking off in September. Tyler, I love that you called it like mortgage in a box or something. Yeah, it is a business in a box. It's it unbelievable. It, it, you should charge way more than that. <laughs> I, I would pay you $500 just for like the emails you said. Like that's ridiculous. and that's the thing about it is people walk out. Everybody's always like, "Well, what templates do I use? What scripts do I use? What what are the email cadences?" William opens up his playbook and he literally gives you all of it, so you can swipe and adapt, make it your own. The objective is this is a hands-on workshop that you are going through, so that at the end you have 
your total business blueprint to ensure success. And like DJ always says, systems don't have bad days, right? So you can show up and the system runs your business. And uh, the link is there in the chat. Hey friends, if you have not engaged in the challenge, the August challenge is an hour of power. We are dialing in this hour and it is this afternoon at two central join us all you need to do is come with five qualified partners that you want to do business with that you're not doing business with right now their names their phone numbers a little bit of how you know them and we will guide you through the rest join us this afternoon that's it austin thank you carrie uh pistol how you doing buddy well i'm doing all right i, I really appreciated what diane said she said if you're a little older you can get a little more information. So I hope I'm still uh, going in that direction here now. But she, Diane says she uses the phone and, and Austin, you said it often. If it rings, pick it up. If it doesn't ring in, pick it up and make calls. And she builds relationships. He takes apps over the phone and she gets a chance to talk to somebody for 40 minutes, which is great, building that relationship. And I love it. She has an event one event a year, and she had 74 ages there, and it's just socializing. She didn't get up and make a talk, but after it was over, she had calls from 40 or 50 agents saying what a great time they had, and that's so, so important. And she goes to some <clears throat> real estate offices every day, and the front desk person is the one to know because they can tell you more about what's going on with the agents and that than anybody, so that's great. And among other things, she has a very positive attitude and uh, that to me uh, makes a difference in everybody's uh, life. Uh, Tyler teaches, treats his uh, operations like his own business and that's the way to do, way to do it. <clears throat> and he feels, you know, he wants to be competitive, he wants to be tough and he wants to bring, make his brand and I think that cookies thing with a sticker going to everybody's office, those are going to realtors that don't do business with them, that get thinking in his thing. And what a way to build his own brand. And, and that's fantastic. And what he said, and this is true, and everybody's talking, it's tougher to do four to five loads a month than it is to do 20 to 30. And everybody, that's, that's his life in any kind of business. And lastly, everybody's saying uh, they got to have a system. And so they're talking about cash business program. Uh, <clears throat> I think everybody should get into that. And I guess the easiest thing, you just press a button and Cashman can leave his office and everything's taken care of. But that's great. So you got to show up and you got to work with people. And he's in a credit union market. But he this is Tyler now. He delivers a different experience to the people, you know, and uh, we're in a credit bar union market here too, and that's what you have to do. <clears throat> and uh, they, they had Laz on here at the end, and he did 10 deals in June, and what he does, the most important thing he does, he wants to help people get, obtain any kind of loan that they want, even if it's not his. And what a way to do it and what a way to sell yourself and make yourself a point of difference. So another Jake will laugh, but this is a fantastic call that everybody should benefit from. And it, again, it'll be recording. Thanks. Always enjoy being on the call. Appreciate you, Pistol. Thank you. Yeah, you make a good point, too. Uh, for anyone that ever wants uh, past recordings or this recording, if you can't make it one day, Give us about 24 hours and it will be on fairwayignite.com. Uh, and you can you can reach it there, whether you're on, whether you're part of Ignite or not part of Ignite. So uh Jake, do you want to wrap us up? A question for Tyler. That cookie thing, that branded cookie thing, do you do that for every deal? So every oh, yeah. what's that? So every is it listing aid and selling aid? Who gets the cookies? So every agent on the transaction. So if they have a, a dual agent, both agents get it. I mean, I it, it's like 15 bucks. So, can you put that in the chat how we order these cookies? And I know 
Pistol said he's texting me. He says he just wants cookies for himself. So I don't know what's going on. But could you let us know who we are these from? Because is that something? Is it a little local? Well, this down? one's local, so I, I don't know that it would be helpful. But if you find like a local bakery, I mean that's or there's a company called Cheryl's Cookies online. That's what we do, and we have to ship them. Um, where they'll ship out cookies literally anywhere in the continental U.S. So. It sounds like I owe Courtney some cookies. That's that's what I'm yeah, learning. Yeah, in the chat. This calls awesome, <laughs> big boy. Yeah, but yeah, it, it's it's very inexpensive. And the thing that I didn't mention is sending something, anything, is a way to warm up a phone call, right? So you better believe the agents who are actually doing deals we're reaching out to and saying, "Hey, it's really good to be working with you on this deal." By the way, did you get the cookies? And they're always, "Well, yeah, I got the cookies. Thank you so much." And then then you've got a conversation. So if you want to take that to a coffee or whatever, um, it's just another way to warm up the conversation because nobody else in our market shows up that way. And and by the way, to give credit where credit's due, I swiped and adapted this idea from Greg Frost, rest in peace, uh, like 15 years ago, right, Carrie? I mean, this is like back in the loan toolbox days. So this is not a new thing. I've been doing this for years. Hey, Tyler, I have a question. So do you yeah. take the cookies to the office or you take it? I mean, do you just take a whole bunch of cookies and set them in the main office or do you take them to the agent? So it's a sleeve of cookies is how they do it. I mean, you can do it however you want, right? Um, okay. And it has our sticker on it. So it's very clear where it came from. It has a handwritten card that says, hey, looking forward to working with you on this client's name, if it's a buyer's agent or this address, if it's a listing agent. Um and you know and enjoy the cook the cookies i think it's like it, it's sweet to work with you or something like that something cheesy awesome. um but it, and then the delivery for us is done by the, the the guy that bakes the cookies he offers that service um but i mean it, if if you got the time here, here's the thing stop stop trying to delegate everything if you've got the time to do it be the person to deliver the cookies is my opinion right and you get in the office um, right yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it, it, who doesn't want to talk to somebody that has a bunch of cookies? That's my right. opinion. And it's just, it's an easy way to get your foot in the door. Pistol wants them right now on the call. He's calling Amazon to see if he'll get delivered while he's on the call. <laughs> well, if, if I send him to Courtney, I don't know if he's still in Courtney's office. But, um, but yeah, it, I don't know. I, I just think it's it's the small stuff like that that really elevates how you show up. Um, and that's the thing that will stick out when, when agents are trying to think about who they like to work with. That's the kind of thing. The, the other thing that's been a huge hit is it, So I'll share this as another tip. We schedule closings as soon as we get a contract. Like, why would you wait? I, I don't know how many lenders wait until two days before closing to schedule a closing. But if we know when it's closing, we immediately do that. Um, and it's been a huge pickup for us because everybody knows like there's a finish line. And if you're communicating that finish line from day one, like that's just reinforcing the reputation that, well, we're going to close on time. Why wouldn't we pick the closing time right now? You know, that's my perspective. Um, so it's just small stuff like that from the process perspective, going back to like Dawes system, right? Like as soon as you get it all lined up, those are the small things that you can do that front stage deliver a really amazing experience you know uh tyler maybe you can send us a picture of the cookies we'll put it on the show notes uh sure. of this call so um appreciate it jake do you have anything else for us great another great call did a great awesome. job ours. man we we love all you guys we appreciate all your support uh like i said if you guys ever need anything you are more than welcome to reach out to me austin l at fairwaymc.com go visit the new website josh ellis and his team did an amazing job it looks great uh, so many resources on there for you too. So uh, everyone have a great rest of your Thursday.